0: I'm Glenn Radio.
1: Good morning and welcome to the Lunchtime Show here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM with me Derek McCutcheon with you for the next couple of hours. It's to one o'clock as usual on a Tuesday when it's time for the Information Station and the guys with all your local community news. I've got a really busy show today. I'll be speaking to Carol Thompson from the Clyde Cycle Park. They've got some of the equipment that's been left from the UCI Cycling Championships and obviously been pretty busy during the summer. She's going to tell us all about that. Speaking to The View as well, The View have got a new album out. Katie Gregson-McLeod as well. She was overnight TikTok sensation from Inverness from last year, and she's got a new single out as well. Chatting to her about that. And finally, Zach Abel is coming to Glasgow as part of his tour to launch his album. He performed at the, the Coordination Show at, uh, well, obviously, the King's Coordination as well. we we'll got a chance to chat to him about that. So loads of things coming up. So let's get MC Blance up next, swimming with the sharks, and we'll maybe hear Carol Thompson chatting about the cycle part after that. <laughs> back.
2: want to disappear. Every time you look at me, I just want to make it clear I'm not what you expect. I embrace what you reject. I'm beyond what you inspect. What I do is not jest Look, I don't come from a place you recognise. Look me up, that's a name you will never find. You only know all the thoughts that I set aside. I know my way, even though I'm at the end of mine. I stay scheming my wicked plans. Every new where I've that's a different man. Getting fused to consume all my best stances. Just assume it's cues for the... Banta, man, I've been working, circling, first and foremost. Got a sore throat from the verses. Pray that it it's my purpose, blessed and not cursed. Keep my head down, loose below the f- surface. Jason, cause I
3: just have to say it's feeling like I'm down here, swimming with the sharks. When everything you say is uncertain and the days keep lurking in the dark. I just want to way out, but that's saw the game power can to play a part. I don't wanna complain, it just feel like I'm
2: I'm invisible poppy on the cover just collecting my residuals don't want to be famous just to be borderline mythical cause I to find a person so uniquely individual uh, but look I can talk my d- and say I'm sicker than me as if I'm not another wanderer who lives on a screen cause with an empty right pocket something's missing from me and I see AI generated images in my dreams see I'm a child of the internet YouTube was my television Twitter was my channel Spotify was my CD collection I try not to think about what I did to me I'm scrolling like hundreds of miles in a week I just see jumble cause when the truth can't be discerned you don't need a muffle and when the time and not angry, it don't need muscle. It doesn't seem soft. Take away the meaning of it all with a sea of ball. I just have to say it's feeling like I'm down here swimming
3: with the sharks. When everything says say is uncertain and the days keep looking in the dark. I just want a way out, but I saw the game hog, got to play a part. I don't wanna complain, it just feels like I'm looking at my life from afar.
2: On Cam Glen Radio.
1: Carol, I'm back at the Clyde Cycle Park for a visit. I was last here in May and that day you had the kids in for James 8 primary. But I noticed you've been really busy since then, obviously the summer and that. So what's been happening through the summer?
4: We've had a really busy summer. We worked with um, Scottish Cycling to deliver the Rock Up and Ride programme in which uh, we worked with certain community groups to facilitate kids getting uh, coming along for lessons and skills sessions. Then they got to apply to keep the bike at the end of the session. So last week we gave out 24 bikes to two different groups and that was to different kids within the groups. But also when the kids were coming along we were getting the families to cycle as well so we'd been working with some of the mums and some of the parents and we when, we, when the kids were in for their sessions, we said to the parents, oh, continue to use the bikes, feel free to use the bikes as well. So they came along and really enjoyed it. And again, some of them had the opportunity to try out uh, like a, a child seat on the back as well, trying it first without the child, just see how the seat affects the weight of the bike and the movement of it and then trying it with the child in it as well. And again, just having that safe environment where there was other people around to help out as well. We've done a lot of skills sessions, quite a few led rides. We had our Open Day at the end of July. We've got another Open Day coming up at the end of September. The last two weeks we've been busy with the UCI's Championships. We worked with the Women in Wheels and Sunny Cycles, who are two other community cycling organisations, to deliver skills sessions on Glasgow Green as part of the Go Live activities. We had a great response there and just, again, enabling people to try, come and try out a bike. This week we have been fortunate enough to managed to get some of the bike trials equipment from the UCI Championships. We found out last week that the plan for it was to send it to landfill So um, David Johnson from Scottish Bike Trial worked extremely hard to communicate with the organisers um, with ECI Championships and with Glasgow City Building, uh, with other people as well to try and make it so that they would bring the the equipment and materials to the community groups and what we've done is uh, just late on Friday managed to to get that all approved so this week we've been taking delivery of um, big concrete blocks uh, diecast blocks and cable spools and big boulders and rocks the big letters of the UCI and we're getting all the the cable spools that had the graffiti and we've got the whiskey barrels as well so these items were used in the bike trials competitions that were on Thursday, Friday and Saturday and we're going to make sure that they can get used again to help develop current rider skills but also to help introduce new riders to, um, to the discipline as well Scottish Bike Trials were running uh, come and try sessions at this at the event and they had over 450 people come and try out uh, bike trials in the first three days of the event and that was kids and adults um, so we we're hoping that these people want to come back to it and Scottish Bike Trials already run coaching sessions out in Drumclog there was a new site created over in Bells Hill for bike trials riders as well so we're hoping to just work with some of the groups and especially um, especially Scottish Bike Trials and get these pieces in a position where people can come and use them and continue to use them and develop bike trials.
1: And I know having spoken to you, that was something that all happened overnight and you had a lot of logistics behind that as well. So what what did you have to do? I mean, it's massive bits of equipment, isn't it?
4: Yep, so... we didn't have very much of a time scale. We found out on Wednesday afternoon. So David Johnston at Scottish Bike Trials, he did a lot of work behind the scenes, speaking to the organisers and making sure that um, we could that that we could move forward. Here at Clyde Cycle Park, we had the space. We ch- talked with the board and made sure that we were able going to be able to take it and have the space here. Um, and so we've got it here as in a holding place until we can figure out exactly what we're going to do, which locations we'll move it to. Glasgow Urban Sports are keen to develop an urban sports uh, area underneath the M74. They weren't able to take anything just yet, but we're going to hold it here until they can take it. Uh, and also the loading bay up in the, um, the north of the town, they're keen to, to have pieces as well. But again, it's just about having that space to store it until we can move it into the permanent homes.
1: And we can hear the guys in the background just now moving it about. Talking about the the cycling championships, in general terms, I mean, have you seen the, the stimulated interest in cycling? Uh, is it something you can observe? I, I mean, obviously, I, everybody's been talking about it, yeah. you know, and everybody's been in the town to see it, but we always talk about legacy, you know. Do you, do you believe that that will have stimulated much more cycling interest?
4: I think there's a lot more people who are maybe keen to try different kinds of cycling now as well, even just try cycling. Um, the thing about the ECI the Championships was that there was so many different types of cycling, uh, and also para-cycling events, which were just included as part of the event. They weren't a separate event. Um, and I think because there's been so many bikes and there's been so much media buzz about it, um, people are now more aware of cycling and cyclists as well. What would be good if would be if there was some uh, legacy funding so that smaller community groups cycling groups can go into the community and get more involved because there will be a a network of people who were not able to attend the cycling championships or maybe didn't even know what it was or what it was about. So it would be good if if there was some way that we could engage them as well.
1: Now, you're obviously busy with this, and you mentioned that this maybe distracted you a wee bit from the work you were doing to set up your own event in September, but tell us, what's the plans you have an event at the end of September?
4: We're going to have an open day at the end of September where people can come along. What we'll do is we'll put some lessons on for kids and for adults. I'm managing to We're managing to acquire some trikes, and we're looking at getting some other trikes and adapted bikes as well. We've got our fleet of two-wheelers, and people will be able to come along, try out a bike, we'll possibly organise some lead rides as well, um, but also an opportunity for people to talk to us about what our plans are for the site. If they want to get involved, we do need help, we need more volunteers, we need fundraisers as well, we do still have a funding gap for the rest of the plans here, but people can come along, chat to us and see what they need and see how they can get involved and uh, just talk to us and get to know us a bit more.
1: You know, it was really interesting, you mentioned there about Uh, child seats on bikes and I'm Mm -hmm. thinking I always think it's great seeing families on bikes Mm -hmm. but I guess that first time you put your child in the seat in the back of the bike it's a bit bit of trepidation with that so I guess if there's an opportunity to do it in a safe environment and and get some coaching
4: And that's the thing, bikes cost a lot of money not everyone has access to a bike some of the the main barriers are that people don't know how to ride a bike as an adult or they don't have the space for a bike or they don't have the money to buy a bike so we've got bikes that people can use, Uh, we've got uh, quite limited storage just now but we're keen to expand our storage so that we can have bikes that people can come and try out Um, and whether that is a disability side by side or if it's a family cargo bike or if it is just a bike with a child seat on it or a bike trailer as well again before people invest a lot of money of their own money it'd be great if we could facilitate having uh, different kinds of bikes that people can come and use and try out.
1: Now, you mentioned it there, and and it's always the kind of final thing, I guess, if I speak to you, is volunteers and funding opportunities. So where is your socials? Where's your website if people want to get in touch?
4: We've got our social media pages, Clyde Cycle Park, and we've got our website as well, and our plans are on the website as well. So if people want to get in touch, they can go through our Facebook page or drop us an email at inquiries at ClydeCyclePark.org.uk. We're not open all the time just now, we haven't quite got the funds in place to be open all the time but when we are open we will let people know. We've got sessions happening hopefully every second Saturday just now and again we'll advertise on our Facebook pages um, when when we are doing activities. If people want to get involved and help us to get open a bit more please do come and uh, talk to us about volunteering and if anyone is keen to help us out with uh, fundraising uh, just for general running costs but also for, for helping us to finish our track please do get in touch as well.
1: Right,
4: Thank you and good luck with the event in September. Thank you. to the Gaelic, the Gaelic, I I the Gaelic, the
5: so
6: Bye bye.
7: Bonjour mon vieux. I run around town around town around, around,
8: with the pedal to the metal the pedal to whatever. I run around around around, around, around town with the pedal to the metal the pedal to whatever. I run around town around around town with the pedal to the metal pedal to whatever. I run around down around down the town with the pedal to the metal pedal to whatever. Shooting round sticky bends I hear a conversation in my head. And all the places be a little melody
2: It, but I can't really stand them girls love cars cars cause harm to the planet Don't you want to take a joy ride on my tandem? i be on a huffy don't I look so handsome Bikes suffice they so nice they priceless Working on my calves triceps, triceps and biceps Right past the gas stop the traffic lights I get around round without a driver's license Hello you walking farewell I'm off in And I'm whipping through the city with the 40 and a 50 party Popping really on my Willy Goods My me
8: I should stop
1: Was Mark Ronson and the Business International there with the bike song. Every time I speak to Carol, obviously, from the Clyde Cycle Park, I'll be looking for a bike-themed song, and that's the one for this week. And you heard Carol speaking about Gaelic at the end of there. Obviously, she obviously had some students come down. If you don't understand it like me, uh, the kind of interpretation is that she had some students come down that spoke Gaelic, and she's more than happy to see Gaelic speakers down there. And if you do speak Gaelic, go and introduce yourself to her as well. Coming up right after this, we've got Geffergeist and Pinlight with no gravity. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers. And you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life.
9: lunch time
1: a new single there, The Supermoons, with a new single from The Supermoons, that was priced to pay. Now time for this.
4: Cam Glen Radio, community announcements.
1: South Lancashire Council will soon be starting preparation of its new Local Development Plan number three. A Local Development Plan shows how local places will change into the future, including where development should and shouldn't happen. To see the draft plans and to give your views, you can go to online one dot snapsurveys.com forward slash i O A G I'll say that again online one dot forward slash B Y R O A G or email localplan at southlanisher.gov dot uk Care Home on Roger Drive are looking for volunteers to come into the home to do small activities with residents. This should be something as simple as or could be something as simple as having a chat over a cup of tea reading the Daily Sparkle which is a reminiscence magazine doing some knitting, crochet, drawing or any activities if you're interested you can call 0141 647 8899 that's 0141 647 8899 or you can email activities.rulligan at advinia so that's advinia.com Now, we did catch up with uh, Katie Greggs of She was Overnight TikTok's Sensation last year. And this was a breakthrough track. This was Complex.
9: I'm 21. The edges razor thin between me. Feeling everything Good days only serve as
10: relief again
1: That was Katie Gregson McLeod there with Complex, and I'm pleased to welcome Katie to Cam Glen Radio. Welcome.
11: Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for playing Complex.
1: Problem at all, you have a new single out, which we'll we'll talk about. We, we played them with Complex, and it, that was your big breakthrough track, obviously. And we we've not spoken to you before at Cam Glen Radio, so I know this was all last year. And tell us about that, the whole TikTok thing, and and how it all went viral and
11: yeah i mean uh it was just this kind of overnight crazy moment i've been um i've been working and i'm digging and releasing music for for a while now you know for, for quite a few years but um on just like a random week last august it was like around this week last year um it was i wrote this song and then a couple of days later posted the wee clip of the the chorus on tiktok as you were saying um and yeah it was like overnight this kind of astronomical engagement that i've never experienced before this you know, insane growth and um this song reached millions of people uh, or just the you know just the chorus actually it was like an unnamed song it was it was finished but only just and it was like this chorus that became that was covered you know thousands of times and people started to kind of really catch on to it and lots of people were covering it like celebrities and and the likes but but yeah and it was just the most insane moment of my life i think it always probably will be (laughs) but um but yeah since then i've just been you know working in music full time um which has always been the goal so it's been a pretty crazy year for sure
1: and and did it just all hope that happened as quick as that like overnight
11: it literally is overnight it's funny people say the word overnight um and obviously like you, you you try to prepare for prepare for a career in the industry for years and you do your bit and you work and you write and you you know hone that skill but you can't really get ever yet prepared for what is just an overnight astronomical shift but um yeah so it was it was mad and now it's like the dust has settled and it's now just like a new kind of
1: normal. When did you first start writing then I always think that's the point that you become a serious musician so when did you first start writing?
11: To be honest as long as I can remember it's been habit of mine and and whether that was like poems or little songs i'm sure they weren't very good but you know from the from a very very young age from like being you know whatever five or five i was writing little days um i remember the first song well the first song that i can remember is when I, when I was eight so like that gives a sense of just how you know how long i've been just trying to just write down things i think that it's always just like an instinctive thing and my family are really my 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 household's got a great appreciation for words and music and my mum's a pianist and and so it's like it's kind of I was raised around that appreciation for 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 writing so um I have a lot to owe that for but yeah just kind of as long as I can remember but I really got serious about it when I was like yeah teenager like 16 17 started to write so much because that way you know when you're experiencing things for the first time experiencing being kind of an adult young adult for the first time that's when it just became like the only thing I did you know I was just obsessed with it um and exactly
1: like your diary then so was it all personal stuff is that what you write about
11: yeah it was kind of like a diary and it still is it is it's it's mainly autobiographical um and not always but but yeah generally and it's it's kind of like the the main way that I find I process Life, what's happening around me. So, um, yeah, it's just the most useful, amazing tool I find.
1: But you're the, you're comfortable putting it all out there.
11: Yeah, I I've never had a problem with it. You know, I've and and it's it's weird when I like play shows and like my family and friends. Are there especially my family and I'm like saying I'm like singing these songs that are so deeply personal and I'm like this is actually kind of crazy imagine if I just went on a stage and spoke this stuff you know what I mean but because it's in song form it's fine but I've never had a problem with it there's definitely there are moments now that the platform's a bit bigger that I kind of stop and I realize how much how many people going to hear me and how big it's getting um but yes yeah, I've always been very open in my life just generally so this is just another way that I, that I am, but um, now and again, it hits me how personal everything is.
1: It's, it's funny how songwriters and many, many songwriters do the personal stuff, but it's not the kind of things you maybe discuss with your friends, but you're quite happy to go up in the stage and tell everybody.
11: <laughs> yeah, I feel like, it's like not even my friends, my friends will know it all. It's like my family who I don't, I wouldn't really go and tell them about my like relationships in this much depth and this kind of thing, but they've all heard it now, you know?
1: <laughs> so before this all happened overnight, what was it like being a musician in Inverness
11: it's I mean it's a very interesting experience I think that for me it's it's I like the community there for sure but I think that when I was growing up I didn't know how how one would even begin to make a career in music you know I mean there's no one around me that was doing it no one that I knew even that had that had you know successfully kind of got on their foot in the door so I just didn't really know that that was something I would be able to do it was always what I was gonna try to do and it was always writing and and performing was always what I was gonna do even if I wasn't successful at it you know but um in terms of coming from Brunesse it was just a tricky kind of the first few years I probably had to like maybe go that kind of extra mile to just figure out all of it there wasn't any access to it but I am the community there is, is it's small, but it's really supportive. And I think that, you know, when I go home now, I live in London, now. but when I go home, it's like, there's nothing but support for me. And they're into they want to hear what I'm doing, and they want to see me doing well, which is nice. Um, but I mean, at the same time, as like it being hard there, I think that having that, and being from the Highlands, I think is one of the things I owe my love of music and writing to. I think that the, the tradition of folk storytelling has really shaped the way that I write and like I found a lot of my in my kind of from the ages of like 18 onwards when I could, basically when I could start drinking when I go to pubs <laughs> it was like this new world was opened up to me of this kind of folk community and and storytelling was at the forefront and I just I just wrote I found that I just started writing so much I was just so inspired um so I think that being from the Highlands is like, I think I you know I wouldn't change it for the world. I love it. It's definitely like a slightly more remote place, uh, as you know. But um, there are there are benefits to that, I think. And now now living in London, I can go back to home for some for space and clarity, and I can I can kind of reconnect with the folk culture in that way, which I really miss.
1: Yeah. I was just a bit spoiled here in Glasgow because. You know, there's, there's gigs every night, there's venues at every level, there's open mic nights. You, you know, you could be performing in Glasgow. Yeah. I mean, we get many, many students come from all over the place yeah. and they could perform every night if they wish to, you know. So a lot of people do grasp their yeah. music career when they come to Glasgow. And I guess places where there ain't so many venues and yeah. so spaces, recording studios, and that's a bit harder.
11: Yeah. The issue is, with well, everyone now. I mean, every, the our venues keep getting shut down. We don't have any venues now. Um, We have one, two. um, And for grassroots artists, there are really no options. You know, like, what, we can't really expect people to want to come and tour here. Not here, but tour in Inverness.
10: Yeah.
11: Uh, and, and bolster that live scene because there's nowhere for them to play. And it's like this this horrible cycle where it's like, you know, people can't play in Inverness. But we want there to be a more thriving live scene and a more thriving, you know, musical alternative culture. But um, it's just so hard to figure out what to do with it now because we had the Ironworks and and Mad Hatter's shutdown, which are two grassroots venues. Um, so it's like it is that thing. And I lived in Glasgow for a couple of months. And I lived in Edinburgh for three years. So um, I've seen like the, you know, how vibrant scenes can be. Edinburgh's not a big city, but it's a really vibrant feeling. In the music and in the music scene there, I think. And Glasgow obviously is like just a great city for music. And and that's where I would have gone after university if not if not London, which is where I happen to be now. But um but yeah, it's just a shame within Brennesse, like there's so much potential for it and so much tourism there. But it's it's hard to kind of get that um that live scene up and running again because it's the venues are not there.
1: Your EP last year was songs written for a piano. Is a piano your instrument?
11: You know, it wasn't at the time that maybe when I was wee, I think when I was younger, my mum's my had an acoustic piano in the house and she's a really good pianist. And so that was kind of where I first started f- finding songs, I first started writing. But um, I would say I'm more, I'm more guitar now, I think, because I was so into the folk scene for you know and when I moved to Edinburgh it was like I moved to Union, I was in a tiny little box room in student halls so all I had was my guitar which is a very small acoustic guitar so I think that like I just learned to expand my writing on the guitar and basically nine times out of ten that's where my writing will start um and then obviously like that's when when but when complex happened and when that was you know a stripped back piano ballad happened I I kind of took it as a moment to just you know, let that sonic landscape kind of shine and piano EP was what I wanted to do. And I had, I kind of had a few in the vaults and I wanted to add context to Complex and I wanted to kind of show, here are some more, you know, very simple stripped back songs that I've written over the last few years, you know, from the ages like 18 to now. Um, And that's what I did. And those are kind of like one, those are kind of like four songs, which which make up probably most of the songs that I'm really happy with that I've written on piano. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say that it's my main thing. I mainly play the electric guitar now. But I love the piano, and I'm always going to be playing it now. And it's very dear to my heart, for sure.
1: I actually had Alice Fian performing a couple of weeks ago, and she had an electronic keyboard, and she'd love a piano. She writes songs for piano. And... It's a piano. Having a piano is a hard thing, I guess. And performing with a piano, I've got friends who bought a tenement flat, and the the family left the piano because it's such a hard thing to get back <laughs> out. Yeah, I just, I, flat.
11: I just got that right beside me right now. As you can see, is a piano there. I got a piano in the flat, and I'm at the top floor of a building <laughs> with a very un, <laughs> a very un piano friendly um, staircase to get up here. Um, I just couldn't watch them. I was like, you just sort it, and I'm gonna close my eyes while you guys get the piano up here. And then my flatmate moved in and he took a piano with him as well. So we have two pianos in this small <laughs> London like top four flat, which is quite bizarre, but I'm very happy.
1: It looks very nice and shiny. I take it there's no cup marks or anything on top of it.
11: Yeah, oh, I'm very protective. I literally, if someone puts a jacket on the piano, I'm I'm throwing it off. I'm not, I can't deal with it. It's my baby
1: thought about your songs and that and you have a bit of a talent for you know if we talk about obviously songs written for a piano so that tells you the whole story as well and Complex you know although these are short titles they seem to tell you an awful lot White Lies uh, to be 18 and and I guess the new one's the same Urex you know there's a story there you know before you even hear the lyrics I guess like your mind's thinking there's a story
11: yeah I think that some I mean it depends on the song sometimes I will like the, the The title is the last thing that i I think of um sometimes I will like i'll I'll write a song and then i'll I'll hear a little lyric, which doesn't sound like the natural title of the chorus, but it just feels like it encapsulates what I want to say with the new single your Ex, that was one where I just could not decide the name of the song. I felt like your ex didn't quite encapsulate what 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 the song is actually about, but we all agreed that it kind of felt like. It felt like it has a few meanings to it and it felt and when you hear the song there's a lyric in the second verse which is actually where the the title comes from but it kind of it kind of inverts what you think the song's going to be about based on the title but yeah it's like it's pretty short and snappy and I didn't it wasn't like a conscious reason for it but um it felt like the right the right move for that song which could have been called a thousand different things I literally was writing down like so many different titles, and but everyone said that's the one. So I was like, okay, fine, I agree, let's do it.
1: <laughs> and tell us then about your ex. Give us a synopsis.
11: Your ex. I wrote this song last December. Um, I wrote the first verse and the, and the chorus, and then up to the the first post chorus in one day in the in December. And then I left the song for like months, and then I came back to it in February, March, and I've never really done that like thing of getting so much space from the song and coming back and having to kind of write retrospectively because the whole situation had changed at this point Um, I was in like a kind of long distance relationship that was very short and intense this kind of thing um, and it was about kind of navigating uh, being with someone who was friends with their ex and and trying to figure out if I was getting myself into a messy situation or not um and it's less about the ex, which this song would su- the title would suggest. It's less about the ex and more about um kind of my own kind of insecurities involving, you know, relationships and being and being chosen and this kind of thing. So I think it comes out in the, as the song goes on, because the first half was written quite mu- very much of the joke, quite early on in the relationship, and the second half was written later on when it got a bit more real. Um but yeah, so that's kind of a short synopsis, but I could go very much more into detail. Um, but yeah, and I made it over. It, t- it took a while to get right, the production and everything. It was like trying to draw. We kind of drew a lot of um, pop elements in, quite a lot of 18 inspiration and things like that, but it took a while to land on that for sure. And then once we got there, we realised that was all it could ever be, you know?
1: And I guess last December, everything was changing for you and everything was happening. So it would have been a strange yeah. time anyway
11: it was a really weird time I wrote so many songs around that time um which is kind of weird I wouldn't expect to now but um yeah it was a very prolific time but also very busy and very strange and and it's you know as the new year started it becomes the new normal but you kind of when it's when it quiets down a bit in like January whatever when it quiets down it's the first time that I kind of had the chance to look back and process it and that was so overwhelming i was like i was like for the first time i realized wow this is now my life and where do i have like what happened (laughs) what just happened um so yeah i feel like it was quite interesting to write the song in two very different minds you know
1: and but i guess we're a year in you know with all that's been happening with you what what's highlights what's worth a mention i i know you've been pretty busy this year uh, festivals and you've still got some stuff coming up so
11: yeah.
1: what's the highlights for you
11: there have been so, so many too many to count you know um last year i feel like enough highlights to last me a lifetime happened in like a couple of weeks um certainly this year i think my my kind of the crowning moment was the Iron Novello nomination um because as a songwriter that's like <laughs> it's like the pinnacle of of like um recognition and i just never would have expected that in a million years like alone at 21 you know i just didn't expect that um so yeah that was definitely a huge moment and i was very emotional and i think that was one of the kind of moments where it hits you again how much things have changed and also then i went to the ceremony and i was like getting interviewed with sting and stuff so i was just sitting there confused and happy and you know that was a great moment um I've just played some amazing gigs and I've had people singing the song back to me in a it's so loud and I mean all my songs back to me, which I just never would have expected. But yeah, I think that um, playing li- so many of the live moments have been really special. I had even like last week a few weekends ago, I played Belladrum, which is my local festival,
4: yeah. and I
11: had like, this big hometown crowd, and they were so forthcoming with their support and they were saying complex back to me so loudly. And other songs of mine. So it was just like that kind of moment just kind of puts it all into perspective and hits you a bit harder, you know.
1: You'll be flying the flag for that part of the country, won't you?
11: Oh, for sure. I'm a big Highland patriot. I'm like, I always go away from from home and I'm like, just cancel talking about the Highlands. Um, But yeah, I really miss it up there, but I'll definitely be representing as well as I can.
1: (laughs) and uh, your ex is is, that's the first track from a new ep is that correct
11: it is yes
1: and when do we expect to see the ep
11: i'm not sure how much i can say but um in the next few months (laughs) basically (laughs) i uh yeah it's it's part of a pro i feel when i was writing it all these songs it it was very clear to me that they belong together you know in a wee project and it's all based on one story and it, it's all kind of following the, the emotional peaks and troughs of this one situation. And it felt like a nice, you know, a nice selection of songs to put together. But yeah, definitely this, this side of the year, not long at all, um, quicker than you might think. And Your Ex is the first single from that EP.
1: We mentioned the live thing, so you're still in the midst of touring. So what's still to come up?
11: Wow, it's just been a very like I've been everywhere. I feel like this summer it's been festival season, so it's been around Europe and everything. Um my next gig and the last one of the summer really is Connect Festival in Edinburgh next week. I can't wait for that. Um and then I'm in I'm in Norway and, and the Netherlands and Germany and, and there may be a UK run on the cards i can't talk about too much but yeah like there's a lot of live stuff coming up um it's been a very busy year but the end of the year is going to be the busiest time i think
1: now i guess everybody wants to know your socials then to keep an eye on everything that's happening so what's yeah. the socials
11: um it's just my name which is katie gregson mcleod a very long name but you can find me on that handle everywhere
1: Hey, the last thing to do, and I normally ask my guests to do it, is to introduce the track, so do you fancy doing that?
11: Of course, yeah. My name is Katie Gregson-McLeod, and this is my new single, Your Ex.
9: So her at the merch stand, talking to her ex-man, her ex-man was you short blonde hair, like the girl who just sang, the girl who just sang with me, and it would hurt if she bought your t-shirt, and it ended up on your floor, if you gave her to stay bird, if you stayed with her after tour. You're is mine. Mine. You're not even. Mine. Your ex girl is fine. But they bet that you're in a smile. Wasn't thinking till
2: Kutchen. on Cam Glenn Radio.
0: Summer ends and autumn stars All fading into one But I'm not time left to scars Never change i a cautious heart I'm yeah.
1: was James Arthur there with his new single and that was Blindside now it's time for this Cam
8: Radio weather.
1: now I am looking and it's showing that it's raining at the moment I'm looking out the window here at Cam Glen Radio and I'll just I'll give you an update Yes, it's raining. About 10 minutes ago I looked and it wasn't raining, but uh, there's a low today of 14 degrees and a high of 19 degrees, and it looks as though it's going to rain through to maybe 3 o'clock, and then we might, after 5 o'clock, catch some sunshine. There you are. Here is Sifo, and this is Sober. was a C4 there with a Sober coming to Glasgow later in the year now up next is our featured artist Gates of Light Gates of Light have released a new EP it's Gates of Light 2 we're playing various tracks from so here's one for you this is quite Little Miracle Guess you
12: made me wonder and wonders what you do Makes me want to give
9: Lunchtime
0: on Cam Glen Radio. I don't
8: understand.
0: fully covered
10: And he can't trust his yearnings No, it doesn't I pretend His temper's judged so much by what his heart, heart is gender And he calls her the chocolate girl, girl. when he touches her And she knows she's a chocolate girl She's broken up
0: and swallowed And wrapped in bits of silver understand
1: That was Deacon Blue there with Chocolate Girl and they have a, a new album coming out and that's on the new album. The new album is Deacon Blue, all the old 45s, the very best of Deacon Blue. And there's a stripped back album within the box set as well, which is not that one there that's included in. Now the View have a new album out, Exorcism of Youth. Here I'll let the band tell you all about it. But first here from the album, this is Feels Like. was Feels Like by The View, and I'm pleased to welcome the band to Cam Glenn Rado. How are you guys? All good, man. How are you doing? you yes. You've got this new album. It's their first since 2015, Exorcism of Youth. I, I first saw you guys way back in 2006 at the Academy in Glasgow, the XFM gig. Do you remember that one? That's quite a while Oh, ago. yeah.
13: Yeah, it was a classic gig. I remember that. I think it was maybe the first time we played there. Mm-hmm.
1: And obviously that was wow. early days for you guys, and the place was buzzing that night. I think you had spies and people in amongst the crowd because it, it was the crowd was going nuts. And you, I think we used on first,
7: uh, probably. Yeah, back then all all the crowds were just for mates coming to the gig.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you played mates to, if you filled yeah. the academy then.
7: But <laughs> busloads yeah. of mates. We never had any fans yet.
1: And, and you had two singles out of that time, but no, that that was it was some gig. Now, uh, obviously, the exorcism of youth. So, would, have you exercised that side of things? Have you moved on? I guess that's a, when you get that title for an album.
13: Yeah, I, I think we we, we had that title for for like over ten years because we recorded an album with uh, with youth years ago, and it didn't didn't quite fit at the time because I think we were maybe a bit young for the title. But see, but we, we actually record, we record, recorded the three of us wrote a song together in the room together. Um, it was called The Exorcism of Youth," so and it was the leading track on the album. So it made sense, and it felt like it was the right yeah. time to kind of get back yeah, together. Definitely, to... definitely makes more sense to do that title now than it did back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Now, obviously, you had a break and you have of came back, and this is a new album. Is are the new songs? Are, are you've mentioned there's like ten years ago? So are some of the songs from back uh, before that you had your break?
7: Um, I don't think so. Is it? No, I, th- I don't think so. Well, what what do you think? Do you, do you yeah, I think stuff? they're all fresh. They're all
1: fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. And, and we played in with the, the, one of the singles off the album. Feels like what's that one about?
13: Uh, do you know what I, I, the songs are like? We were kind of talking about the other day. Like sometimes you don't really. The songs have got like, a life of their own. Like at the time, it's like I, I think at the time it was talking about like. Lot of, like, sorry, I'm trying to like, j- juggle this beer, and he keeps on running about picking stuff up and eating it. Um, at the at the time, it was like mental health struggles. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, just, just just like there was a lot of the songs that were kind of aimed at that. It was always like I think when you go through a period of writing, it always ends up being about the same kind of thing. Um, like whether it be in like an album or if you're just like doing like a, you no, know, like, like at the time I was writing, thinking, oh, I need to write some view songs because so I knew we were about to start doing some stuff so a lot of them are kind of like a bit mental health kind of thing but yeah
1: and do you sit in can isolation and write the songs and then bring them to the band you come to rehearsals and stuff or how how does it work for you we hmm? it's,
13: it's, they're all different yeah mm-hmm. yeah well normally normally like we we'll start writing and then take it into the studio and everyone sort of puts some input in yeah and
1: and, yeah. and, and... Who in the main does the songwriting? is it lyrics first, or or do you come up with melodies first? How does it work?
13: Depends. It's always different. Um, mm. Like me and Kieran come up with the majority, and then Pete's been writing a bit as well. Pete's got a cracker of a song on this this new album called "The to Tomorrow," which uh, I thought I've been doing a few interviews, and that's been their, their favourite song up to now. So mm. um, I think it's going to be it's going to be a good one for the for the. But the audience, is a big, massive sing-along. But I think it's different. I think like sometimes songs can completely change, like because you go in with a demo that's just like on the piano, and it turns into like a, a a punk rock song. You know what I mean? Or it could be like, or it could be like a, a song that's quite heavy that that gets toned down. It just depends. Depends yeah. on depends on the vibe of the producer or what's going down. You know what I mean?
1: Allergic to moderns That's a good title. <laughs> anyway.
13: Yeah, it's classic.
1: Now you're in the midst of an in-store tour, and you've obviously got an up-close and personal tour coming up as well. Is it important to engage with your audience up-close and personal?
7: Yeah, that's always been what we've been about. Do you know what I mean? We're just normal, normal lads like the same as anybody else. So it's good. To, it's good to do do those things and like do a bit of strip back performance and sign sign the albums or whatever because people like it. That keeps people coming, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean?
13: When we first released like the first even when people done singles in it back in the day, but actually released singles and you no know, like on the on Hardback or whatever, like that was the first time we'd ever done in stores in that and I've got fond memories of that. Like I think it was like Fop and the Overgate in Dundee and Bop in Glasgow and stuff, and it was just it was great times and it was like oh it was like signing stuff and then running and jumping on the bus to the next the next thing. So yeah. it feels good to kind of be back at it after all this yeah. time. We're doing four shows tomorrow in one day, so it's pretty crazy.
7: It makes it, it. makes it like feel like you're you're on an album campaign. Do you know what I mean? It makes yeah. it feel like releasing an yeah. album rather than putting it out. Yeah, because there's been a, I
13: think there's been a couple of times where we've been like wh- whatever label we've been on, we've been like um, wait a minute, what albums? Out? We're not even doing on here. Come on, let's get it working. So this time I feel like it's good that, that we're putting put, they're put, we're putting in the groundwork. You know what I mean? So so that at least we gave it a good effort rather than just sitting on parameters and waiting on something good to happen.
1: What about festivals versus the kind of intimate gigs then? What would you prefer? Both, I think, I think
13: everything's, everything's class. It's like the intimate gigs are good for what they're good and then the festival's good for the vibe because you can see other bands and people are just in festival mode, so it's class.
1: And you've obviously got a full tour November, December time. You know, how does it feel? You've obviously sold out the care Hall and there's a second date. I guess that's a big thing for you. Yeah, we get
13: to be, get back in the Caret Hall. It's been a while and... Um, uh... Being, being back out on the roads, I was one being one of the best parts of an album campaign. So it's been good to get back at it again.
7: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking, yeah I, I, looking forward to the Halls. The Halls are going to be good. It's been that was the last gig before I had a break, and to do two of them, we've never done that before. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be a great way to end the year.
1: The, the album is out now and it's available to order, and it's various formats, you know. So some special editions as well. So where, where should we we should be looking to try and find the album and obviously get tickets for gigs, etc. Uh,
13: if you it's... go on our website, you could you could buy. To, we're doing on the outstores, If you if you go if you get a ticket for the outstores, you get a you, you get you buy an album and it gets you entered the outstore at a minute and it charts the album as well. Um, but, yeah, just, just on you know, on our website and stuff, there's links to buy it, and it's out on the, it's out on the 18th, obviously.
1: Mm. Now, uh, we're going to play it with a new single, which is Black Mirror. Who's going to tell us about that?
13: Um, yeah, I, I recently learned Well, no recently, but I, when it was written a year ago, a year or so ago, or a couple of years ago, um, the word shade and fraud, and I thought it was interesting. It was, like, just sort of... Uh, loving people's misery, but not actually loving it, but just, like, just... Just how everyone's just kinda of like, oh, just writing all these, you hear all these Ed and lyrics and stuff and they're all dead lovey dovey. And I thought it was good to say Well, like, it's okay to say that you're that you're kinda of happy that your your ex misses, relationships went went down the pan. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's okay to say that sometimes. And I thought it was it was cool. It's like an anti anti love song rather than it being so typical all the time.
1: It's about real life then, isn't it?
13: Yeah, man. I think people are too too afraid to say what they want to say sometimes.
1: Well, good luck, guys, with everything that's going on for you. You know, you're really busy at the moment. Thanks for doing taking the time out to do this, you know. So good luck with intimate gigs and good luck with the bigger tour later in the year as well. Uh, we're going to play out with Black Mirror. So here it is. This is the view in the Black Mirror.
0: So, this is how it feels to be me. I'm glad that you're not finding it easy. There's never many troubles apart. When you're dying on a reckless pale heart Life gets bored and standing so still When no one is around for your grieving You feel so wet but trying so hard To dry up in the soaking graveyard Let me be the one that you'll notice now Walking on holy ground As you lie.
9: team.
14: Is gone. So come- There is gone So come on Don't you know You're all out I-
1: was dylan john thomas there with yesterday's gone and before that was the view and hopefully we'll still get zach able to get on the phone as well we'll find out about his album and his gig coming up time for this
4: cam Glen radio community announcements
1: are you looking for a fun and healthy way to get those steps up? Join Healthy and Happy for their weekly walks. On Tuesdays, they meet at Glencairn Football Club's car park at 4pm and walk to a local location. On Wednesdays, they meet at Western Wardle Hill Parish Church at 12.15 to walk through Mallsmire. Go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Watson to boot. Universal Connections Hamilton hold LGBTI Plus groups every Friday night in their Hamilton premises on Woodside Walk. The group for young people aged 12 to 16 runs between 5 and 7.15 and the 16 to 25-year-old group runs from 6.45 to 9pm. For more information, you're asked to call 01698 456 680. That's 01698 456 680. If you have an event or activity happening in Camp or let us know. Email what's on at camglenradio.org. And for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local.
15: Stop playing with them, Riot. And I'm bad like the Bobby. I'm a dog, but I still want to party. Pink felt like I'm ready to bend. I'm a ten, so I pull in a can. Like Dazzy, Stacy, Mickey. All of the Barbies is pretty. All of the bobbies is bad. It, girls, and we ain't playing tag. Red, but he spank me when I get bad I'm in LA, Voteo Drive I'm in New York, Madison Ave I'm a Barbie girl, pink Barbie, dream house The way it can be killing sh- Got me yelling out like the Scream House Yelling out, we ain't selling out We got money, but we ain't lending out We got bars, but we ain't bailing out In that pink Ferrari, we pillin' out I told Tay, bring the Bob billing out The food's so cold, we just chilling out, baby you still in doubt? And I am bad like the Barbie. I'm a doll, but I still wanna party. Pink felt like I'm ready to bend. I'm a 10, so I pull in a Ken. Like Jazzy, Stacy, Nicki. All of the Barbies is pretty. Damn, all of the Barbies is bad. It girls and we. About? He wanna play in the playhouse, 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 playhouse. the f*** they gon' say now go. I'm washing these boobs I'm rubbing a stain out Like I'm ready to bend What the fake barbies just wanna pretend Like, do well, let me go find me a pen go. Look where it led Now I'ma put it to bed She a barbie with b- her bobby click go. Go. I keep dragging her so she bald a bit yeah. And I see the bread I want all of it And I want the green so I all of it go. And I throw it back so he losing it go. And I give the box with no shoes in it Yeah, yeah I know the trick so I got him brick You ain't know who it is i And I'm bad like the Barbie. I'm a doll, but I still want to party. Pink felt like I'm ready to bend. I'm a 10, so I pull in a can. Like Jazzy, Stacy, Nikki. All of the Barbies is pretty. Damn. All of the Barbies is bad. It, girls, and we ain't playing tag.
1: Nicki Minaj there and Ice Spice, and that was Barbie World, which features Aqua. Here's a Kate with Angus Line with Alfred Vale. Will
12: ye come to Alfred Vale, Bonnie Laddie? Where tis sunny as thy cell, Bonnie laddie. Oh. Where the hoagden woods are ringing, we the merlins cheery singing. Tay one's hair strings. Solace bringing, Bonnie Wouldst thou leave the city's den, Bonnie For the bracken. Bonny And alone, yet not alone wander by the winding dawn Gliding, glinting Bonnie La Tis the spot for moonlight Tales Bonnie La Which young love delights to hear Ports Oh
2: Kutchen. On Cam Glen Radio.
1: Is Zach Abel there with the dance with you and hopefully I have Zach on the phone. Are you there, Zach? Hello,
10: how's it
1: going? Yeah, I'm good now. You've got a new album, Love Over Fear. It's released on Friday. How did that end up being the title? Love Over Fear has kind of
16: been like an affirmation that I've had for, for a while. Something that I, I try to remind myself. Um, sometimes I feel the fear of, you know, whether that's self-doubt or that things aren't going to go well and, and sometimes that that has stopped me from pursuing what I love and also from having self-love as well and so it's something that I've used to just kind of remind myself to to follow, follow the love basically and, um, and try to be optimistic and positive and it's something that I wanted to really put forward in this album so whether that's discussing things about self-love or or not giving up when you've been let down before. Um, it's kind of an essential theme for, for the entire album.
1: Now, obviously, when you release a new album, you've, you get out and tour as well, so you've got that coming up. And you have been really busy, but I've got to ask you about playing the King's Coronation at Windsor Castle. How did that come about?
16: Um, well, I, I, was, I was sat at home, watching Desperate Housewives in my boxes, and uh, I get a call uh, from my management saying, Freya Riding pulled out last minute because um, she wasn't well. Um, would I be interested in in performing? Uh, this was three days before the event. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, alright, cool. Um, and yeah, I, I had to learn the song and um, find something to wear and then literally the same day they, they rushed me to, to Windsor Castle to, to rehearse and uh, it was honestly such an such incredible moment to be Including such a, a big part of history. And, um, yeah, I met, I met Lionel Richie. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and I met Chris William. It was, it was lovely. And, yeah, it was, um, it was an incredible night.
1: Not the normal type of gig then?
16: No, not not your normal Sunday.
1: <laughs> now, that, we mentioned the album's released this week. How long have you been working on it?
16: Well, in terms of, like, actually getting it produced, like maybe three years uh, but there's a there's songs on there which I've, which i've actually had for many many years like there's a song called winning it uh which i wrote about nine years ago mm. uh, and the song's about how when you're growing up and you have all of these kind of insecurities uh and self-doubt and, and you think ah oh, it's fine and once i'm an adult i'll uh all those insecurities will, will go and then you become an adult and realize that it still hasn't gone and and, and no one knows what they're doing. Everyone's just winging it. Um, it's it quite, quite a liberating feeling, and, and that's as
1: true now as it was when I wrote it nine years ago. And you kind of touched on subjects there, obviously from the album title. Do you think it was created after COVID, I guess, did, do you think that had an influence in the way the album went? Well, it
16: definitely influenced how it was created. So Women, yeah. for example, I, I wrote over Zoop and so, and what love is also was written over zoom what love is was even
1: recorded over zoom in in my living room now i would normally ask how people get into music but but you had a period where you were on the brink of the the gp table tennis team i mean were, were you i guess when you're at that level in sport you must be fully fo- focused on your sport so did was music in your life then it
16: was always in my life in terms of i was just listening to music um And I was in a band when I was 13, for a little bit. Um, I started writing songs when I was 14. Um, And so, yeah, I I suppose it was. I I was always singing at school, but uh, it it was kind of on the back burner until it became really, really obvious when I was maybe like 15, 16, that that's that's what I wanted to do.
1: And you, you also had a setback with your hearing as well. What, what impact did that have on you? Did it not make you think about giving up? or? Um, you know, that when I was 21, I started to lose my hearing. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, I had something called otosclerosis, which is
16: the same thing Beethoven had actually. Um, and yeah, I, I, it, it really messed with me to be honest, because I, I started losing my hearing and then I had an operation on my ear which restored hearing but then I couldn't tell if I was in tune or not. Mm. Um, so, it was, it, was a, it was a hard, really hard, like, three years of trying to, like, figure out how I was going to make it work. Um, and to be honest, it's something which I still struggle with now. Um, my, my, my other ear is actually going, so I wear a hearing aid just to Mitigate some of that loss, Um, and and my pitch isn't as good as it it used to be. But I'm still able to do something. You know, I'm still able to make music, and uh, and I can still sing in more in tune than some people. (laughs) And (laughs) And that's worth remembering.
1: Yeah, well, everything's going well for you. And we mentioned the tour, so you've got two Scottish dates, the Lemon Tree in Aberdeen, which is the 29th of October. But local to us is Oranmore in Glasgow, and that's on the 30th of October. Have you done Scotland before?
16: I, I did a few things when I was supporting Glow Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love Scottish people. Like the, the majority of my music is made with a guy called Laurie Martin, who is uh, who's Scottish. And um, he, yeah, I just, <coughs> I find him so funny. And we have a very, very similar sense of humor me and him and, and I know his sense of humor comes from him being Scottish. Um, and so yeah, I, I'm excited to, to finally play in Scotland and like with my own music yeah. uh, and it'd be a headline show. Um, hopefully his, uh, his family will come as well.
1: I don't know if you get much time to yourself when you're touring, maybe, maybe not so much, but all the more is in the trendy end of town, so if you manage to get a, a chance to take a walk around there, you should take the opportunity.
16: I definitely will, I definitely. I mean, some, some places are absolutely beautiful, like the nature. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Zach, where's your socials? Where can everybody find the music and tickets and stuff?
16: Um, tickets you can find on zachable.com. So Z-A-K-A-D-E-L dot com um, and if you want to follow me on socials uh, it's just at BlackAble on every, all the socials um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter um, Z-A-K-A-D-E-L
1: Now we're going to play out with the, the new single from the album which is Woman what can you tell us about that? <laughs>
16: um, I wrote this song about uh, a very very special woman uh, who uh, I actually just married uh, about a month ago,
1: and um, yeah, it's about how much I like her, and I think she's a good, a good egg. And does she like the song? Nah, not really. <laughs> no, congratulations for that that recent wedding. Now, last thing, Zach is maybe to introduce the song. Do you fancy doing it?
16: Of course, yeah. Um, hello, this is Zach Abel, and uh, you're listening to my new song, "Woman," on Clan Glen Radio.
1: Thanks, Zach.
5: Street, you're leading me back home Piece by piece You're fixing what I broke And I wonder If I'll ever Be the same as I was before Kiss by kiss You're bringing back my home Oh, woman, I never knew myself till I found you. Oh. do Till I found you
8: to Spring Hall,
4: Eastfield to Spittle
8: and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio
3: for the community.
1: That was Jamie Flett there with Beginner. You're listening to Lunchtime Show. Just about time for me to go. Stay tuned for the information station. They'll be in at one o'clock with all your local community news. I'm going to show the, the close the show with Declan McKenna, and this is Sympathy. <laughs>
4: West House
5: to Stonewall.
4: High Cross Hill.